what do you think Gilbert Godfrey would scream at your funeral? It's Cooking on a Budget in Quarantine this week on Why Do You Know That? to Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. How are you doing in your room in the teen? I'm I'm good. Oh, Fruit Snack just walked over. Ooh. Uh, she's got she's very close to the microphone. I'm doing okay. Um my big my biggest problem right now, and I maybe you could help me. Um I'm working on another coloring project and uh, it's a Nickelodeon book and I don't know what color Rocco is. I don't know if he's sand or tan. I thought it was more like a purple gray. Rocco the wallaby. I'm thinking of a completely different character, aren't I? I'm I'm trying to think of who you're thinking of. I'm looking this up. Maybe I'm thinking of his, uh, his like Hawaiian shirt. That's blue and purple. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I think of. that's. I think you're thinking of his shirt. I'm thinking of his shirt. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of beigey, tan. Yeah. I tan think sand. Can you can you blend the two colors? Oh yes, 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 yes. I can. That's a perfect idea. I can go over it with sand, which is lighter, and then shade sand over it. That's a really good idea, Nadia. Thank you. I'm actually going to save that. I'm going to do. I'm putting those pencils aside. I'm going to save Rocco for last after the rest of everything's been because there's several Roccos. Yeah. I feel like a quarantine because we're on week two, three, something like that at this point. I feel like uh, it has made everybody a little bit more creative, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Nadia, all I can say is a week ago, I don't know if I would have been talking about layering colored pencils on each other. (laughs) But, you know, what do they say? Um, Necessity is the... Something that creativity, necessity, something like that. Yeah, I will say that uh, as as we get used to social distancing and get used to not doing all the things that we used to do, even if it's for a short period of time, uh, it has forced me to reexamine what I eat, how I eat, how much time I spend in my kitchen. You know, maybe yeah. I'm to go to the grocery store a bunch, but also not because I don't want to be out that often. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe I'm looking through my cabinets, trying to figure out what do I make out of the stuff that's in there. Oh, everybody's lost their jobs. Yeah, everybody's broke we during broke this before this during this pandemic. Yeah, it's almost like we got to eat on a budget while quarantined during coronavirus. That's the psych alert going off. We're gonna I bring can't in we our got guests. there. <laughs> It was just so hard this time, but somehow <laughs> we made it happen. You know him as a stand-up and comic uh, from LA and Chicago. Please welcome Peter Kim. Hi, guys. What's hi. up? Hi, Peter. Hi, hi. How are, you doing, how are you doing in your space, in your apartment living sitch? <sighs> I am thriving. <laughs> I don't know why people are upset. I don't get it. I think it's... <laughs> I, this is so weird, and I know as a comedian, like it, you know, this is how I, I bet, like when Jerry Seinfeld got rich, he was like, "What do I even talk about?" You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. I feel amazing. Like my apartment is big, so that's nice, and I have a hot boyfriend, 
and <laughs> it's that's really nice. And I love to pickle, and I love to cook, and I love to bake. So I'm having a great time. I just got um, my friend uh, gave uh, or let us borrow our friend let us borrow his um, Nintendo Switch. I've never had one oh before. Oh my god! I've never played, and now I'm addicted to Breath of the Wild. <gasps> There's a huge moth on my window. You got? <gasps> oh my god! This is my greatest fear: is that somehow during this quarantine, there's going to be uh-huh. some kind of like massive bug issue. Because we've been over this before, like how I scared I am of bugs. But like, I'm terrified. Uh, What's your like number one bug fear? Oh, like uh, all like of a them. Sw- all of them, but honestly, Peter, all of them. Yeah, uh, literally all of them, but also like a swarm of bees. Bees in my house. Bees in your house. I've, I've heard stories where like. Are you still traumatized from my, my girl too? <laughs> my girl one, not two. Nobody died in two. This is not the first time I've had to correct people on this. Podcast. Oh, it's my girl one. You're right. You're. It is. Why did I think it was the second one? Um, it was in I the second know. one. More people some, die in sequels. Some dude. No, nobody died in the second. My girl one. one. You're right. It is my girl one. When Macaulay Culkin dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to that have- girl? Already spoiled. She was like um, she, Anna, Anna Klumsky nominated for like a bunch of Emmys on Veep. <gasps> That's her. <laughs> oh no my god! I'm so way! happy to be present for this. Holy oh, why shit! Do we have to be, now I see why it. Why is this revelation not in person? Oh my god! My brain. Okay, now I have to go back and watch My Girl One and Two and Veep starting Anna from Anna Klumsky. Mm-hmm. That's her. We got oh, the time. She's incredible. Sometimes it's fun to like put on an episode of like Veep or Thirty Rock or watch My Girl while you're while you're cooking something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, nice little little bidu there. Bidu yeah. bidu bidu. Um. Uh, okay. So let's get into it a little bit. So we're all stuck at home. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that we can and should probably support local restaurants, if you are don't feel comfortable doing that, or just you can't do it all the time because it's expensive or what have way, you, I don't trust anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm trying to do like maybe a once a week thing, and I'm trying to buy gift cards to use in the future at places oh, that I think nice. will be able to stay. Well, yeah, open, I'll see but... if my unemployment comes in, and then yeah. we'll talk about gift Please. cards. I yeah, know. it's like um, most people are me. broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's in your guys' fridges at this moment during this time? Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, I saw the writing on the wall a little bit ago because I was in the middle of moving. I was like, I should just grab like a little bit of pasta, a couple cans of beans. You never know. Like, I wasn't sure what would be happening. And like three days later, I go back to the grocery store and everything was completely wiped out. So at this point, I've got a lot of snack foods in my fridge and like a handful of frozen items. And I need to go back out and shop. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, I go on daily walks and I always just like go into a grocery store just to see like what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ralph's recently had like everything. I don't know if they had toilet paper, but everything else like they had eggs, they had milk, they had signs up that you could only take one of certain items, but uh don't worry, you'll find all the things you need. Uh, Peter, what's in your fridge and cabinets right now? 
We just restocked, actually. So there's um, a lot of radish that I'm pickled. Ooh. Yeah. And there's a lot of mushrooms. We're a big mushroom house. Um, There's a lot of pickled other vegetables like uh, cucumbers, um, carrots. We're doing, we have some, what are we eating, babe, tonight? Oh, salt and pepper shrimp. We got some shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. Yeah, we have some baby shrimp. You know those little mini ones? Uh, yes. And the boyfriend yeah. is dredging in a little bit of flour, salt and pepper, and we're going to take it to the air fryer. Nice. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, sounds great, right? Oh, and we just got some lemongrass. We're trying to fuck around with some new herbal essences. <laughs> I mean, now... <laughs> Now's the time to fuck around with those essences. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, we just started using mint a lot. Oh, so, I fucked around with some sage the other day. I get it. Oh, did you? What'd you apply? Sage on what? Um, Nadia, what was I making when I was at Gelson's? Bean soup. <laughs> navy bean soup. Navy oh, navy bean, bean soup. soup with sage. I like mm-hmm. that. That's a good combo. Yeah, with some. I put some sage and some, I think, rosemary in it. Ooh. Um, was did it rosemary? You- no, it wasn't. Uh, sage and a bay leaf. Thyme. Oh, thyme. A bit I was going to say yeah. also, uh, how about some lemon zest? Um, no, but now that I think about it, if the thyme kind of takes care uh, of that, had some. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well, a, ba- a balanced palate. Mm-hmm. That's what no, we're going for in the house. Walked around with it. <laughs> so before we get too, too, too deep into it, I realize I, I haven't had a chance to ask this. So Peter, Eating yes. on a budget during uh-huh. this pandemic. Yes. It seems like a silly question, but why do you know that? <laughs> well, here's what. My mom, uh, she was a single mom, and this, she cooked in a style that we call at home slop cooking because uh, we used to call her food pig slop <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because my brother and I are <laughs> very mean. Uh, but also she, she was a career woman. You know what I mean? She was like a business lady. She was out there like killing it in a male world, you know, in the Korean like media business. So she had no time mm-hmm. to like really be a like housewife or, or, or a mom. You know what I mean? Like, and by that, I mean like, you know, be good in the kitchen, be clean, you know, cleaning the house. Well, like she didn't have those like, um, she couldn't be those classic. Yeah. She just couldn't be, you know that whole thing of when people say, can women have it all? No, you can't. Okay? Like, she had a career, she was thriving, and the home life sucked. But her cooking was, like, the worst of everything. Like, I've never, I've never like, ate something probably worse than my mom's cooking. Wow. <laughs> it's undersalted. It has no joy in it. She hates being in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell. Like, one time, me, yes. when she finally got remarried... Um, my stepdad and we were like eating, you know, what we called pig slop. And what she would do is like take leftovers and like remix them into like, cause she was like trying to Ugh. not waste a single thing. You know what I mean? So for example, if we had kaibi one night, which is like marinated short ribs, which we never had, we always had like some kind of vegetarian dish with rice because we couldn't afford the meat. Right. And on special occasions we had spam. Also, we had government cheese that would literally turn into like a plastic peak on this on the fourth oh. day. 
Yeah, it would turn into like the hydrogenated oil will like peek into this plasticky hard tip. It was disgusting. Like <laughs> within the fourth fourth day, you brought home go- government cheese. You could not eat it. You had to cut half of it out and throw it out. Like that's how we grew up on Vienna sausages. Were like Vienna sausages on Wonder Bread. That was our life. So, so you're used to the budget eating life. I'm used to the budget eating life, and my mom would never like care to make it nice because she was like, you know what, food is not a you know it, you know someone else told me this uh, the other day. They were like, um, my my grandmother always said, don't make a cult out of food, and that was very my mom. She was like, Ugh, there's enough things to worry about, just eat it and go. You know what I mean? So my stepdad and I. One time she she was she she did some kind of remix on a leftover, and it was remix. so if they had, yeah we we had a kaiabi the other night she would like cut the rest of the kaiabi up and then like throw it into some kind of soup and then we would have it over rice or something like that but she she didn't have like a defined palate so it would always like turn out bad but the whole idea of slop cooking was like interesting for me because it's like a zero waste you know what I mean. You're just like constantly adding yeah. things to the thing. It's like cooking with a cast iron. Yeah. Like the th- the last thing you cooked like stays seasoned on the cast iron. Right, right. So like Ooh, that, I kind of like move on. Yes, exactly. It influences the next dish. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like um, yeah, like you guest star on the sec on the next episode. <laughs> guest like recurring on one episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes your mom booked uh, guest recurring short ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Guest recurring short ribs. I want that to be my name on Instagram. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I don't meet a lot of. uh, I also, my mom growing up, also not a cook. Uh, you don't yeah. I, I feel like you know not to employ gender norms or anything but I do feel like I don't m- meet a lot of people who also are like like I have a like my mom didn't cook one of my grandmas really didn't cook so like I yeah. do not come from any sort of culinary background where like yeah. honestly that was the first time I had ever used sage <laughs> or bought any herb yeah 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 (laughs) but i had felt hello fresh so i know how to like put shit together now yeah now yeah you're kind of getting the basics of like how to develop a dish or how to yeah how to balance a palate how to balance a dish or something like that do you guys like learning the technique of something first or do you like to follow a recipe for example, if you were making like some kind of egg oh, dish, are you question. like, I got to know the right way to scramble an egg? Or are you more like, let me just follow the recipe and see what happens? I like technique over recipe. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm an improvisational cook. So um, long form, if you will. And mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and uh, I, I like to, it's kind of like my mom's like way of cooking is how I picked it up. But I just care more about it so when right. i'm when i'm cooking i'm usually you know you guys obviously know that show chopped mm-hmm. i like live yeah. by chopped it's like okay what do we have and yeah what is like the equation for this i have x plus y and it has to equal blank and i love yes. like that that math of it yeah that's fun when you can kind of like 
I enjoy that too. Like uh, I get imperfect produce boxes and sometimes <gasps> I'll base what I'm going to make when like the email comes and it's like, yeah. here's what you have to choose from. Then I'll go through the email and be like, all right, well, they've got, you know, shallots and this and that and this. And oh, look at the meat they have. I can put all this together and, and make a yeah. make a thing. So just having like something like yesterday's slop to get you started can kind of it definitely helps me to have like a small place to start and then it's it doesn't like, feel so overwhelming it's like you always say steve yesterday's slop is today's treasure exactly that's what i'm always <laughs> saying he always says that he's known for that saying yeah every time nadia catches me going through her dumpsters <laughs> just every day i just not. i just shout out the window steve and then i throw you some more slop and then you say thanks and you give me a little uh, salute Ding. I don't know why the salute, but you know what? I'll take it. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. He's an eagle. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's from my it's from my scout training. I can't get. I can't lose it. <laughs> it's unshakable. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know why? I I think you're an eagle scout. Are you? By the way, no, you're not. Right? Okay. It's because no. When I was a little kid, the DBA- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say when I was a little kid multiple trips to the doctor he would tell me you have got to go play outside (laughs) (laughs) was he afraid you would be like the only 10 year old boy in america with rickets or something um i was just uh i was not an active kid and like i had to be told like go outside go wow wow yeah you do yeah have like inside boy energy well, for sure. Yeah. That's why I'm not minding fucking coronavirus. Yeah, you're Inside thriving. boy energy. <laughs> you nailed it. You got that IBE. IBE. Yeah. <laughs> I got that IBE. <laughs> well, Imperfect Produce, I feel like this oh, is the yes, best yes. time to do that because I used to not do it because you they had to deliver in such like weird hours. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't be fucking home for that. But we're literally home all the time now. So... Yeah, and they've expanded. You get like I got oat milk through there. You can get like <gasps> they have chicken breast. You can get yeah. You can get hamburger. Do they have goat uh, milk? No goat milk. Damn. Okay, they that's have, the only thing we're know. really missing from goat milk. Yeah, because we're lactose and well, I'm lactose intolerant, and Eric actually like Eric, my partner. He actually likes goat milk better than cow's really? milk. Yeah, he. It's Where like, do you um, get goat milk? Uh, you can get it at Gelson's or T uh, T Joe's. Uh, so, are either of you making a grocery list and sticking to it? Because I have found that that's something that helps me. Because since I'm not going to the grocery store often, I'm showing up, and then once I'm finally inside, I'm like, not only am I feeling like it's a supermarket sweep thing where I'm like, okay, you have so much, you have a limited amount of time, go. I yeah. also get kind of panicky, and I start to think like, well, what? You never eat grapefruit. You've never eaten a grapefruit before, but what if now? What if nope. now is the time to eat a grapefruit? Nope. So like having a nope. list allows me to stay on a budget and it also yeah. allows me to go in and go, this is the exact things I need to make with this recipe, uh, you know, without yeah, overbuying. So you go by recipe first. I usually go by recipe slash like what if, what am I feeling like eating? So like right. some stuff feels like, uh, you know, like yogurts, banana, like like kind of general, you know, drinks, that kind of stuff feels like, okay, I'm always just going to grab some of that. I've grabbed a lot of pizza dough because I feel like I can make a pizza pretty easily um, with whatever I got lying around the house. Uh, but then occasionally like 
uh, I made a crispy tofu and I was like, okay, I got to get tofu. I need, I ran out of soy sauce and I needed something else. So like making that list as opposed to hitting up the condiments aisle and then going like, I don't know. Maybe I need six kinds of mustard right now. Yes, I'm the same way. That's what I like about Imperfect is like having, or why I prefer Trader Joe's, I need less choices, less options. So the idea of going to the grocery store with a list like that, like Nadia is saying, is so much more calming to me because otherwise I'm just like, well, fuck, I need to make, what, three dinners? Okay, where do I start? Um, oh, interesting. Produce. Yeah, yeah I if I don't make the list, I'm going to walk out of there with like a bag of spinach, uh, a can of cream, a cheesecake, and like a 12 pack of beers. And then I'll walk home and be like, ah, oh, I did <laughs> like, it. I went yep. grocery shopping. <laughs> yep. And then and the next day you go to make lunch and it's like, what the fuck? I don't have any. I truly yeah. have nothing. One empty cheese box cake later. Well, shit. <laughs> now what do I do? Wow. That's so different for me. I'm okay, not, so how do exact you do it? Opposite. So you don't stick to a list, you just walk Never. down the aisles and grab what you feel like? No, well, no, neither. I we actually, well, I live with a partner, so we shop for two. So we're spending mm-hmm. um in bulk amounts, right? So every two weeks or so, we'll go out and purchase all the same stuff. And we stock, right? So and we eat by what needs to go first. So, yeah. for example, we'll stock root stuff, potatoes, sweet potatoes, carrots, onions, shallots, garlic, ginger, some kind of broccoli um, or like a heartier green and then like leafier greens. And then we stock mm-hmm. our fruits, citrus, apples, bananas, sometimes pineapple, sometimes mango, sometimes both. Because Eric really loves yogurt and putting like fr- fruit into yogurt would be like a morning dish or whatever, right? And we have our sauces already we know like what sauces we use so we have soy sesame oil fish sauce oyster sauce um some kind of ricey vinegar or like apple cider vinegar to like throw acid into things and then we have our spices which you don't you don't really have to reuse you know once you buy spices and oils and sauces they're like always they they last for a while so yes, i would invest right, yeah into a lot of spices and, and different sauces and oils because what you can do with the same old ag- ingredients can change Im- immediately by what kind of spice or herbs you use. You know what yes, I mean? Very so if you're so. eating potatoes au gratin with cheese, butter, cream, right? But the same uh, potatoes, you could slice the same exact way and then use like a oyster sauce or like a black bean sauce and it becomes like completely East Asian. I love that. That's you know what so I mean? good. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, that's how we like, we usually buy the same stuff we need to make different things. So it's just a routine and it's always the same. That's I should do that. I like routines routines and I truly don't like the decision of what to cook or when to cook. Right. So if I just went to the grocery store and like, I could just eat like, I like the turkey chili I make. I could just make turkey chili all the time and only buy stuff for it. And I think I'd be happy. You can. I I like the variety of being able to cook different stuff, but I am a big believer in like checking the fridge and pantry first to go, what do I have and what uh-huh. needs to be used up right away? 
before getting right. anything new. So we also based never... our yeah, we also base our meals on rice. So mm-hmm. it's rice plus stuff, right? Or right. we have noodles. Uh, so it, it, the the stuff is always like the new thing. So it makes it like fun to be like, okay, what can we? What's the stuff that's gonna go with the rice today? We yeah. rarely. I just started sourdough starter, my own. Ooh, congratulations! congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried so hard. <laughs> where should we say? We're where are so you wrong. registered? <laughs> We're registered King oh. Arthur Flower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the royalty of flowers. Um, <laughs> it is the hardest thing. It's, it's yet to mature. So it's the congratulations is, uh, is uh, I, I appreciate it, but we're like two days Have away from maturing. Have you done a fl- uh- have you done a float test yet or you're waiting two days to do No, it's test? not even ready for the float test. Like there's okay. not enough bubbles. I can tell. Okay. You know, like it's like yeah. it's not it's not like bubbling yet. Yeah. So but what you have to do is discard half of the starter every day and feed it. That's like the whole annoying part about sourdough, but I mean we have all the fucking time in the world. We just we're running out of flour. So what I'm doing Wait, can you explain what that is to Sure to feed it yeah so uh i just learned about sage so (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh this is a little more advanced um so sourdough starter basically every like bread needs yeast that right so like you could either use like an active dry yeast to make bread which comes in a can or whatever but sourdough starter is something that uh you keep alive like i mean i think like the oldest starter is like 200 years old in san francisco or something like that it's crazy like it's still alive from when it was so it has like this age and like i don't know like whatever it's like something that's it's like a scoby i know about starter yeah i know about mother dough from california adventure (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny yeah so I know so, about that. <laughs> yeah. But you can you you usually if you're going to start doing sourdough at home, you like go to a baker and say, "Hey, can I buy some starter from you?" and they like give you a little starter and you start with that. Now, are uh, people are bakers ever like, "No, my starter is special." No, like, no, no, no. They I have a secret. They're constantly feeding it, so like it it keeps growing. So like there's Okay, explain feeding it. Okay, so what you have to do to start a starter. Basically, instead of buying yeast, you're making your own to, uh, out of the bacteria in the air. It's a very like old school, like medieval way of baking that no one fucking does because there's no point. But you know, like hipsters love it, and now we have time. Like, why not? Right? So yeah, it's like a challenge. The it's the Any challenge. Any other medieval things we could do now? <laughs> I don't know. Marriage. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Bring but, back uh, those bird masks uh, instead. Yes. <laughs> when we go to the store. Oh, <laughs> those were yeah. yeah. Those were used during the plague. The black plague. Oh, yeah, those plague masks. Yeah. Eyes white. Should we just donate masks. those to hospitals? Pandemic, <laughs> but make it fashion. Yes, and couture, couture pandemic, couture corona. <laughs> <laughs> and what you're taking away when you take away half each day? That's not. That's not dough. That's just, you just discard that. That's gone. That's for the garbage. That's that usually that's for the garbage. But what I've been doing is because basically it is proto dough. It's not dough yet, but it's 
what 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 starts as doe what doe starts as rather it's not a girl not yet a woman <laughs> but as but as doe yes as doe. it's the cross it's the cro- if doe it's is crossroads if Brett is britney spears <laughs> yes. got it this is crossroads got it uh so basically that's what feeding it means so what i've been doing is i've been feeding it for nine days now and every day that I have to discard half of it, I'm starting to make into other things. For example, you can't make it into bread yet because you know it's not ready, but you can add that to other doughs. So obviously you can um, add just reg- regular dough uh, flour to it and make it into flatbread unleavened, right? So you're not- Okay. Yeah, for uh, you know the make chosen pizza people. pizza with that, yeah. You can make pizza with that, yeah. Yeah, you could add more I've flat, yeast. I've had a flatbread pizza. There you go. Uh, the other day, uh, we made a cornbread out of it. Um, and what else? I've been making a lot of like savory pancakes out of it, like scallion pancakes. Oh. Dipping it, in it. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it doesn't go to waste. Yeah, no, you should. We should really try to not waste anything. Um, because hello, <laughs> this is the time. You yes. know, like no one's working, so like. I, I find it to be like a fun challenge to be able to use every bit of something. Um, and that's this I, like slop cooking part of me that I learned from my mom. <laughs> I'm the yeah, same you were way. kind we're of like <laughs> wired for this. <laughs> my Peter's mom inadvertently trained me. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm similar in something that I have found that has been helping to, uh, I guess with the eating on a budget thing is I got masking tape and a Sharpie. And I will oh, label you're when labeling. I put something in a Tupperware or I will label the food, which makes me kind of look like a maniac, but also is very mm. important in figuring out stuff that maybe doesn't have a due date or an expiration date on it. Because mm. even though expiration dates are like, th- there's been a lot of studies that are kind of like, uh, they're sort of bullshit. They're, they're just kind of there to, but it's for like an overabundance of caution, I think is right. the idea. But this right. is not the time for me to be like, fuck caution i'm just gonna eat this like three week old yogurt like this is a bad time to do that i can't just walk into a hospital at the moment if i have food poisoning it's a whole thing so we have to like be careful about how we're preparing our food and when we're eating our food and how quickly we're eating our food and like most food tends to go bad within like a week unless you don't store it properly like if you haven't stored it properly if you haven't done um stuff to it to like freeze it or what have you so i feel like yeah i look like a kind of a crazy person in my fridge right now but also hey i ate all that stuff i ate everything every little bit because i know when i made it or i know when the due date is to eat it bye and when we all die and you don't <laughs> you can be like, hey, told you so. <laughs> I'm coming to all your funerals with a chip on my shoulder. Should we have all the of funerals our funerals will be just screaming, you should have labeled. That's why you label. That's why, why you label. Why do I sound like that? That's why, why do I sound like, uh, why do I sound like, um, um, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you label. <laughs> <laughs> I see you died because you didn't label your food. <laughs> you gotta <And> label. <laughs> uh, 
How much does he uh, miss Affleck, you guys? How much does Gilbert Gottfried meet the the Affleck checks must have been so good. I can't imagine uh, his life didn't change completely. What did he do yeah. again? Was that the was that the when he made the Aristocats joke? Arist- I'm sorry, Aristocrats. No. Uh, n- no, he made the I don't know, but wait, was it? He it was right after Fukushima and he was like something about Japs. Yes, yes, no, no, it was not. <sighs> he said something about Japs not, when like yeah. yeah. No. No, sorry, Gilbert. Not sorry, a good Gilbert. look, Gilly. No. Gilbert stay canceled. <laughs> now I <laughs> Finally. By the or way, just find some alt-right comedy podcasts yeah. <laughs> to have you on. <laughs> this is also a great time to pickle. If you guys aren't pickling, it's very easy. Yes. Take and... me through pickling because when you okay. first started talking about like when you at the beginning earlier, yeah. when you said you were talking about, I've been pickling a lot. I've got radishes. I've got this. I've got that. All I could think was, if if like ten year old Steve walked into your kitchen, he'd just yeah. be like, "Well, I guess I'm not eating." Ha! Because you don't like pickle stuff. Well, the idea of like pickled and vegetables and stuff, I feel like there's like a connotation to pickled. I just from like yeah. Well, just, it depends. You know, like, White pickling is bad. Like most things that like white people pickle, it's like you don't want to eat that. Like, ill pickled eggs or herring. You know what I mean? But when yes. Koreans pickle, this shit is like legit. We're talking about okay. kimchi. We're talking about mm-hmm. kaktugi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is some real ass shit. It's like it's actual food. It's not just something that like you're like, ew, it's in a jar and it smells bad. I mean, sure, uh-huh. it's in a jar and it smells like fucking ass. But this is a time to get into ass. You know what I mean? In, in the time of Corona, you got to get into ass. The pickling, this shit lasts forever. This is long-term cooking. And you know how good pickling is for your bio, uh, what is it, not bio, what's it, what's it called, babe? Bio uh, clarity? But uh, your, your gut. Antimicrobials, probiotics, okay. whatever. Kimchi is all about probiotics. All right, we have good guts. Koreans have good guts because of kimchi. That's good and it's to know. pretty easy to make. I'll tell you. It's, I can't yeah, wait it's, till Peter goes to Steve's funeral and is just like, "You should have eaten pickled things. You should have pickled. <laughs> you should have pickled." You're just screaming things. at each other on different sides of my funeral. <laughs> no, no, what he should have labeled. Pickle, well, he should have pickles to label. See, if his gut was good, he wouldn't have. He would have died. <laughs> But you uh, should get into pickling your- because it is uh especially this radish pickling. It's you guys know kimchi. Do you like kimchi? I love kimchi. I do. Okay. So it's basically radish kimchi. Okay, daikon. If you see it in the yes. any type of like root you could do it with really any root vegetable, but daikon slash radish is the cheapest root because everybody hates radish. It's like oh yeah, pretty gross. You know what I mean? Like if you're just pointless, they're yes, just exactly. little, it does just little stupid flavorless paste turnips. <laughs> yeah, turnips. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, microplane them and stick them on avocado toast, but you have to put them ooh, with that things. sounds good. They, yeah, because they have it, it kind of like takes on whatever it's cooked with. Yeah. <laughs> radishes so, are just never going to they're they're just like uh you know that like the person you who sat behind you in geometry class and you're like what were what was their name 
Was it Sue's No, mine dad? was Justin Flowers, I know. Because um <laughs> because he came back from the bathroom one day and said a plane just flew into the Twin Towers. Oh well, I always remember oh Justin God. Flowers. <laughs> oh my god, never forget Justin Flowers. Clowers. <laughs> oh, Clowers, sorry, I forgot already. <laughs> Have some respect, Peter. <laughs> Did he die <laughs> that day? No, he was in my class. He's just the one that told me about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Peter, what's your favorite thing to pickle besides uh, doing besides like a, a, radish? a kimchi radish take? Uh, let's see. I mean, cucumbers are always, you know, the classic. You can. Mm-hmm. I, I love a crunchy, big old like deli cucumber. God, I love that. Yes. Like a dill garlicky. Ooh, yes. I love that. Um, you know what I've been uh, messing around with lately is like this new cur- like type of Korean slaw. Okay. It's sh- it's shredded. So on a, uh, what are those called? Like box shredder. You shred ra- radish, daikon radish. Cheapest thing in the fucking market. Get you one, right? Or you could do a cabbage, whatever you want. And then I do radish, carrot, and uh, cucumber. Oh! And I do it with uh, garlic, ginger, fish sauce, salt, and sugar. And that okay. sounds really good. And that that's going to have like a really funky but sweet taste. Yes, it's a very. And then yeah. if you want, you could add a little bit of herbage, like sage, if you like. I prefer like something bright, like a uh, like a cilantro. Cilantro, fish sauce, and like red chili. That's like Night Market song right there. You guys ever been? Um, oh, yeah. Silver Lake? You are speaking my language. Yeah, yes. it's great. Add a little peanut in there, some kind of fattiness. There you go. Yes. Yes. Uh, I would also say that like pickling is a great thing to get into, not just because we all have the time, but because it lasts a really long time. Like that is the entire point of pickling. Like people used to pickle because they needed to store shit up to save for later. Exactly. It's the best way. And a lot of stuff freezes well. Spinach freezes very well. So if you want to like, when when you pickle something, how long so I, I put everything in. Yeah. How long until... Because I'll do HelloFresh, not to keep bringing up HelloFresh, but <laughs> it is the it height of my culinary it. experience. <laughs> it is the height of my culinary knowledge and experience. Um, but they'll have a thing that's like, um, like cut up the jalapeno, toss it in um, the vinegar and whatever mix, for 30 minutes to pickle. Like, you can't pickle in... Something can't pickle in 30 minutes, right? You can do a quick pickle. Like, yes, you can. really pickling it. A quick it's a quick pickle. pickle. Yeah, yeah, it's a quick pickle. Yeah. I've done it with, like, like, onions. The, yeah, like red onions. What's the you best length of time them. to let something pickle? Um, I feel like, like pickling... Depends on your thing. Like, my... The radish kimchi I'm doing, I'm, I'm pickling outside on my little porch for three days. And wow. then I'm going to bring that's it That's how the I fridge. imagine a pickle to be. Yeah, you do See, it. That you, sounds legit. But a quick pickle will work too. It just it just won't have that nuanced flavor. It's it's right. in 30 minutes if you pickle it, it's just it's it's breaking down the like fibers of it. You know what I mean? And then it's yeah. letting out its own like little sugars and stuff. So it will work, but if you want like real like 
pickled red onions, you're going to want to keep it outside for days. Okay. Well, and then that shit lasts forever, won't literally. Pickle, but I will eat any pickles <laughs> that anyone brings me. <laughs> Uh, also, we you- were talking about this off mic before. I know Nadia loves it. Gochujang, uh, ferment- fermented red pepper paste, and tenjang, yes. fermented soybean paste, will last in your fridge literally forever. It will outlive you. It'll be at your funeral going, should have had fermented soybean <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. You can put it on so many things. Uh, yeah. It's a great way to like spruce up vegetables. Um, yes. it's, Instant, especially if you like uh, any kind of spicy, uh huh. Instant soup base as well. Yes, uh, it'll it'll like uh like really thicken up a nice sauce. Uh, any mm-hmm. type of glaze, like it's you can use it for everything. You can use it to marinate. You know what's good in it? Pork. Yeah. You get some pork. Yeah. Dice it up. Throw it in some gochujang. A little bit of rice wine vinegar. Let it sit for thirty minutes. Cook that up in your house. Oh my god, my mouth is my mouth. I'm drooling already. And it's, <laughs> and it's not costly. It no, is like it's like cheap. it's the perfect. Th- it's one of the best things that you can buy in bulk. Like I know that there's been shortages of pasta and rice and beans yeah. because people are sort of looking for both cheap ways to eat and also things that will survive for a while. Uh, but it's the perfect thing to like just put a dollop of it on your rice bowl, throw it in. <laughs> My problem is beans. like the people taking all the dry beans don't know what the fuck to do with dry beans. They're just buying the dry beans. <laughs> do you know how hard working with dry beans is? Get the fuck out of here. You got to soak them for a day. Um, are you a generic brand buyer, Peter and Steve? Like, do you, or do you have brand loyalty at all? Generic. Um, I think it depends for me. I'm generic mm-hmm. unless it comes to like certain things like oils and sauces. I like certain brands. Right. So I will go with that. And also give me a cling wrap. Give me a Reynolds cling wrap. I can't do like fucking a bad plastic wrap. That'll drive me nuts. If a plastic wrap doesn't fucking cling. Yeah. I'm no, not fucking. Right. I'm, I'm gonna right. shut the kitchen down. You I'm are having right. the worst. And I night. have been on the wrong side of too many bad cling wraps. You're yes! absolutely right. <laughs> right? Even tinfoil. Cling wrap is, wrap is one of them. Also, yes. yeah, bad aluminum foil will send oh me up the wall. Oh my god! Right? Just tearing everywhere. What the fuck? Bad parchment paper. It just like will not. Uh, it will not tear if you're trying to bake. Have something. you ever bought off-brand Ziploc bags? Yes. I mean, why even Who bother? You hate when you <laughs> they uh. immediately break, and I'm yes. like, "Well, cool. I'm sorry, Mother Earth. I'm sorry yes. I ruined you for this." Exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gotten back from the store and real like went to go like put something that I wanted to like parse out into bags, and I uh-huh. pull out the um the Ziploc bags and realize that I bought fucking sandwich bags <gasps> ones that don't like steal for no. freshness. You're just supposed to like wrap the just edge around it. it. Like, why is that even a bag? No, that's, when am I going to use that for? That's Ugh. DMV level infuriating. <laughs> because those bags don't need to exist. Because they there only know. needs to be one. Those are only for parents packing sandwiches. Yes, and there should be. W- they should, should be, be called children bags. They should be yeah. children bags and they're things that you put into a kid's lunch and yes. uh, every other bag should be a reasonable size. 
And there should be a warning. There should be a warning. Yeah, like, are you sure? This is a kid size. This is for kids' lunches. Are you sure this is the one that you wanted to buy? There should be one of those, like, Google messages, like, did you mean Ziploc bag? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are either of you using any kind of, like, beeswax paper as a way to help cut down on costs? Because as we're cooking from home, like you brought up, like, if you're baking a ton or you're suddenly new to cooking and baking, you're probably using a lot of cling wrap and aluminum foil to store things. Maybe you have Tupperware. Actually, I have dough. a lot of glass lock. Okay. Uh, so, I, yeah, I usually do get a glass lock. So I'm not using a lot of cling. Yeah. It's only when, like, I've pickled too much and I've run out of bell jars and I'm like, fuck, I need to wrap this thing because I can't, you know. There are certain things yeah. you just can't put in your fridge just open-faced, you know, right. because it'll develop some kind of film or you know it'll change the texture of the thing or whatever yeah if yeah. i'm making a dough and i need to freeze it it's oh, like the, the only dough. thing that will do is plastic wrap uh but yeah. i i too have like i wouldn't say a large pi- i have a i have a modest pyrex collection which prevents me yeah. from having to wrap stuff up or keep it in yeah. too many ziploc bags absolutely yeah i've got and- a lot of i've got a lot of those little things too and something That's you mentioned, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't Steve. have anywhere to go with that. No. I wanted to make sure Nadia didn't feel alone. You know, Steve, <laughs> you mentioned so something nice. very, <laughs> that is very nice, Steve. Um, but you mentioned something very, uh, astute that I always do is parse out things after you bring it home. Like when I buy a bunch of meat, I tend to season it and put it into its own, um, Ziploc bags and then I freeze it. Yeah, that's smart. Make it last. Make it last. Yeah. And if you uh, pre-season before freezing, it helps to not get freezer burn. Oh, um, that's a hot tip. Yeah. Yeah. For for that's a cold thing. Behind that seems like it would be there. So. <laughs> cold item, hot tip. <laughs> cold item, hot tip. Uh, it's a. I, I mean, I have seen. Okay. In the age of the pandemic, I've gotten a lot of sale emails for various, you know, fashion companies, makeup. Uh, I keep getting airline airfare sales. And in just my head, I'm like, oh, read the room. But <laughs> generally speaking, and now, do you think it's a good idea to try to coupon clip or look for sales and maybe, unless you are really going in there for a specific thing or a specific brand, like, do you try to shop by what's on sale first? No, not, not ever. I never okay. look food is like very important to me. So I tend to, you know, of course I like a deal, but I like my stuff that I'm cooking to be highest quality. Yeah. So when we buy meats, we try to do farmer's market because it's the most like fucked with shit you know what i mean there's like the most amount of like disgusting things being pumped and you know namely fear but (laughs) the the vegetables we tend we go to the korean market because um it, it it is a good better price and there's a lot of stuff that we like and it's you know you could get like a whole pack of shiitake mushrooms for two dollars and fifty cents that's a damn steal Yes. So go visit your is there. <laughs> <laughs> go visit your Korean park markets because a not a lot of people are going because people are scared of Asians, uh, which is like so insanely <laughs> idiotic that you're scared of random Asians. Yeah, exactly. It's it, just like it, stupidity. It's at a the level max. of racism. I. It's not that I didn't know it existed. I just didn't think like re- like now. Really. Like yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's about spending 
spending up in the right places. And here's here's some. It's like a classic example. Oyster sauce is like that umami thing that you put into like almost every single Asian dish that no one knows about. And if you get the nice oyster sauce, you have to use less of it, and you have to use less um, other things to like buttress it. So you get to cut down on your sodium by le- adding less salt because you bought better oyster sauce. So it's shit like that, like knowing that like you can buy better oyster sauce and cut down on your sodium intake, and also per meal you use less sauce, so you're actually saving at the end. How do you guys feel about, uh, but, well, I mean, you mentioned buying meat before. I'm trying to only buy a limited amount of meat, not j- because it's so expensive. It's like the uh, the thing that's yeah. going to set you back the most. How are you guys handling meat? Yeah, we don't eat a lot of meat. Um, my boyfriend has a very specific taste in what kind of meat we buy. And as, as I told you guys, I grew up poor, so I was eating Spam and Vienna sausage. So I'm like, meet me up. Sakati, you know what I mean? Like I want anything. <laughs> yeah. So he so he's really like and I love that he is very particular about the meat because it's healthier for me and I wouldn't have, you know, developed good habits. But we do spend more on the meat we buy. But we end up eating less meat on a per meal basis because yeah, we're, I think if it's leading to less meat and better quality version when you're eating it yeah yeah that makes sense yeah i think a good uh, way around the meat thing right now is to buy tofu and learn how to cook with tofu yeah and if you squeeze the tofu out it'll last longer if you dry it out yeah um so try to press it out with some towels or cheesecloth or whatever and uh what's it called I like to take tofu and the, let's say you got ground turkey, and then I'll cook Uh it all up together. You know what I mean? Just cook it up. Uh Yeah. And then put it in, put, you know, most three quarters of it into a glass lock. So it's ready for me to put into impromptu dishes. For example, over rice and an egg, a runny egg yolk. Got it. Perfect, right? Into a pasta. Great. You could just add it at the end of the sauce. Yeah. And then uh, maybe you want to make a little like salad out of it. You know, like you put it into a spinach salad with some arugula. So y- you're very you're very strong. You've got good forethought in all this. I feel like you go to the like you're you are definitely experienced enough where like you can see something and immediately be like, "Oh, I can think of. Oh, I could do this, this and this." Like I think that's like you Oh, here's to be oh, very- you know what? Uh here's something that you can do is um, do you ever go to like bonapetit.com or like Epicurious or something like that or like all recipes? Yeah, where they like make things fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they have recipes and they have like certain tags, right? Like, uh, so I think that's something you could use is like, oh, you bought a bunch of stage or like I have a bunch of spinach and then you click into that tag and see what other recipes come uh, out. Yeah, yeah. And then that'll help you like start rounding out like, oh, what are things I enjoy and what are the things I need? And I usually think about texture like it's this plus this. It's like if I have this, Mm -hmm. what do I need? That's like balancing that. For example, if I have have crunchy, what I need is something that's not also crunchy. Exactly. 
That's exactly it. So like I'm usually looking at, okay, if rice is kind of a mushy texture, I'm going to want something a little more crunchier. And usually rice plus like a meat is savory and umami. So I'm going to want some kind of acid in there to like brighten it up or some kind of herb to like balance out what I have. That is chef's thinking. Can I just say for a second, like I, I've talked about on this pod how much I love Bon Appetit. I am obsessed with Bon Appetit. <gasps> I'm, obsessed I'm, obsessed, Bon Appetit. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Uh, I am I am 100% one of those people is maybe one of the very few things keeping me sane throughout this yes, entire thing. It's absolutely. like going back to watch old videos. But I am learning so much by watching those folks. And yeah. I just wanted to take a moment to gush about them. Yeah. They're great. They're great. You should absolutely watch the Bon Appetit YouTube channel as a as a quick, easy way to break up your day and kind of maybe get inspired by things. Because I, I'm a firm believer that you don't have to be a master of any of this to kind of get the basics down. Absolutely. For sure. You don't. It's just practice and trying out stuff and not being afraid. Don't be afraid of fish sauce. It smells funky, but it tastes great. It tastes great. I I urge everybody right now, if they can do their best to try something new. If that is too scary for you right now, or you are too strapped for cash, what have you, and you're like, no, I need to stick to the basics. Just find ways, find as many little ways to judge stuff up. You know uh, what? That's a good homework assignment. I, w- I think I'm going to assign that homework to all of our listeners. Is this <laughs> week, try something new in the kitchen or bedroom. We'll give them that option. Yeah. Too. And and if it, it doesn't and if it doesn't work, don't email, just send it to Steve's DMs. Yes. <laughs> if your if your bedroom or kitchen experiments don't work, send DM me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one of my hot tips. Don't buy salad dressing. You can make your own yes, very quickly. Never buy salad very, dressing. Yeah, it's a scam. It's a, All you it's need a, is olive oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, and then add a, whatever else you want. Yeah. And if you want an Asian then, style, do a um, citrus with some, like a ponzu with mm-hmm. an uh, sesame oil. Shake that real up real nice. Just whisk yeah. those two together. Yeah. You don't have it's to nice. make it super fancy to eat well. No. You just have to make it for you. Yeah. I think another big one is like roast your vegetables, like cook them. Don't just eat them plain or eat them like throw a little salt and pepper and olive oil on a a sheet pan, a lot toss their vegetables in it. And you're probably going to go a lot farther as terms of eating them, particularly if you're somebody who's like, Oh, well one time I bought a bag of carrots and then I didn't eat them. And then I had to throw them out. So I never bought carrots again. If you're that, that was me. That was me on last week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) I dragged my Drag his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other like tips do you guys have from just like, I, I feel like I've built up a sort of years of here's, here's make your own when pasta. I can splurge. Ooh. Make your own pasta. It's super easy. It's just uh, flour, egg, and a little bit of water. And guess what? I do have a pasta roller, a hand crank, but... I ever since I moved to a new place, there is not a surface that I can clamp it on. So now I'm. Uh, this is really. It's not really f- for the <laughs> weak willed. But if you are bored and you're looking for an upper body workout, you can roll it out with a rolling pin. Or guess what? You don't have rolling pin. Do you drink wine? You can roll roll it out with a wine bottle, 
and, uh, empty, wow. obviously. Yeah. And I've done that before. And by the way, for vegans, here's a hot tip. If you don't want the egg as a binder for your flour, you can use carrot mash. And I've done it. And it's so Whoa. good. Yes. I didn't know that. That's a carrot that's mash into your pasta. It's delish. And that's a vegan option for uh, for people out there who can't eat egg. Holy guacamole. I'm yeah. definitely going to try that out just to do it. It's super easy. Have- Look up a recipe and make it your own. I had black bean pasta the other day from Imperfect, actually. Whoa, black uh, bean We get pasta. it. You yeah, the noodles, <laughs> they were like black bean noodles. And it was so weird only because, <laughs> yes, it's true. I use Imperfect produce and I ride boats. Um, <laughs> he's called, he, um, we have to call him Cappy from now on. <laughs> um, have you played Mario Odyssey on your Switch? Uh, I haven't played too much of it, but... Uh, my boyfriend Eric loves Mario Odyssey, and oh, I have because, played Cappy with him. But yes, like, I was about to say. I just wanted to know if you knew that the hat's name was Cappy. Yes, yes. I'm in desperate search for a Switch. I have been <sighs> checking every day to try to get one. I foolishly, foolishly waited to get one. Now it's too late. Now every other person I know has an Animal Crossing island and. <laughs> A whole yeah. a whole world to explore with Zelda and a whole cart to race and all I have is a very old N sixty four on hand. Well, you know, you can still play games on that or like I don't know. <laughs> is the library on li- is library working? <laughs> um actually there's there's a tip for you guys. Um I, uh, I've been getting digital books through the library. Um, and not only that, but eBooks and I've just been like books from the library, like, uh, um, Kindle eBooks and yeah, Kindle books and, um, uh, audio books I've been getting from the library. How does that work, Steve? Um, for audio books or for Kindle books for audio, for audio books. Um, you just the app you want is called Overdrive, um, oh. and then because it's coronavirus season, the libraries oh. are pretty good about like get, getting you like a digital registration to be able to use the library during um, shelter in place. Uh, oh. But the app is called Overdrive. Whoa! Yeah. There's all these shelter in place hacks that you have for us. I love this. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I mean, you Overdrive. told me how to pickle. The, the least I could do is tell you how to get a library. But... <laughs> uh, let me know if you want me to send you a um, the pickle radish recipe. It's very easy. I do. I'll text you for it. Oh, necessity is the mother of invention. That's oh, earlier. my God. Earlier, I was like, creativity comes from necessities. <laughs> it just popped into my head. Boundaries for art. these will be the last words steve said before he died and then (laughs) at his funeral the loudest funeral we'll just be well yeah i know we'll just be screaming the whole time and somebody next door will be like can you please keep it down i'll go no i lost it i thought i had it (laughs) my my funeral will be the loudest but only because i'm going to request that anybody invited to my funeral that they pick it outside so anybody like driving by will think like oh my god these assholes are picketing a funeral but really that's that was my final wish 
<laughs> I want That's everyone to have to pick at my funeral. I want their I want my friends to be texting and calling each other being like, "What are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to go? Yeah, but are you going to are you going to pick it? Going to pick it? I don't know. Yeah, he wants us he to. He wanted us to, of course. Like and then I want everyone to like take note, like Nadia, please write down who went to the funeral without picketing because it means they weren't really a friend. Oh, you know yeah. I will. You know I will. Oh, but you won't be able to tell me because I'll be dead. No, but your ghost will come back you'll be and looking. you'll give me a you'll quick eye roll. Yeah, I'll be watching down. <laughs> I'll be watching down from God's lap. Let's be honest, you'll be watching up. I'll be watching up from Satan's <laughs> lap. <laughs> Peter, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you so much for having me. I, I had such a fun time. Is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? Sure. Um, check out my other my podcast called Ajumma Show, A-J-U-M-M-A-S-H-O-W. It's me and another queer Korean comic just screaming about things. And <laughs> it's quite fun. So come check me out there. Uh, and where can people find you? Oh, I'm at Peter KZ on the socials. Beautiful. No, we meant literally, where can people find you? Because we want some of them pickles. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod or on Twitter at WhyDoYouKnowPod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.